0: Welcome to You Talking with Greg. Uh, I am joined today by Iris Stamberger. I am extremely excited about uh, connecting with Iris today. Uh, I learned of Iris' work on the Wisdom Project and the wisdom that she brings to problem solving uh, through Voices of Verbeke. She as a lot of my connections. I saw her pop up there. Uh, she has connections with Rick Rapetti. Uh, and then Iris joined me for the Now You Talking workshop, where we got to know each other, and, and I got to learn more about her wisdom. Uh, and I wanted to learn more. Uh, she's going to come to the You Talk Circle uh, and share both some theory and practice uh, in the upcoming month. And is here joining us on You Talking, Iris. So lovely to have you here.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me and for uh, the opportunity to share uh, what is behind the Wisdom Project and what is that we hope achieve through the WIM project.
0: Great. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, So why don't we just start, though, a little bit about your background uh, and how you got there, and then we can get into the Wisdom Project.
1: Okay, Um, I'm an engineer, an an electrical engineer from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And um, I have been working with systems because Mm -hmm. my specialty is a five-year degree. is in control of systems, systems control. (laughs) So All my right. thesis, my thesis was to simulate a tower to mm. um, create uh, gas, gasoline, hmm. you know, using mathematical models to simulate a real system in the world. And then I got a job at a national uh, utility, and then my work was also to simulate using different um, models, mathematical mm-hmm. models, what was happening in the system, and slowly, without really noticing. It After I quit the utility, I started working with uh, two consulting companies and Mm -hmm. moved from the real simulation uh, of systems to Mm -hmm. working with organizational systems.
2: Ah, okay. It Mm -hmm. was
1: like a transition that I didn't plan, but it happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I opened my own company, uh, my own consulting firm with Mm -hmm. uh, Tamara, who uh, went to high school and, and, and college with me. And we became pretty, you know, I would say successful working mm-hmm. with oil companies, utilities, transportation companies, doing um, what now is called or what is called change management. How okay. can you take okay. a team, an organization from this point to this point, or mm-hmm. how can they move so they can deliver in the particular problem or project that they are managing? Okay. But then I started finding a lot of um psychological issues hmm. <laughs> because, All right. because you know just calling it resistance to change is not enough mm-hmm. uh, and then the field of change management because it's based I don't know it has the same frag- fragmentary problem that psychology mm-hmm. has that you have identified to
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of tools and techniques and methods and then, then what is the philosophy, right. the foundation of this. So anyway, I decided to to study psychology and engineering, <laughs> studying psychology because, you know, I, uh, my team, one day I had a client, um, they, it was a repetitive client and mm-hmm. I started getting scared that what they were going to learn, what we, what we were learning about the organization was not going mm-hmm. to please the leaders.
2: Ah, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So because on my own, I was having problems with my business partner because Uh the company was growing and, you know, we we had to really organize the power structure. We were working with a psychologist Uh and he was an expert in gestalt psychotherapy. Okay. Uh So one day I said, why don't you, I invited him to help me present to this uh, powerful and difficult client our Uh results.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: what happened was magical mm. because as soon as you change, let's call it the furniture, as soon, yep. as, soon as you start seeing people in different places, as soon as mm-hmm. people have the opportunity to see themselves in the act, mm. the frame changes.
2: That's right. So that's
1: it's not so much what the consultant has to say vis a vis facts, Is that you yep. start yep. taking the perspective
2: yeah, that the consultant
1: right. is bringing. So I started doing that more and more and more in my organizational consulting work, in my work as a management consultant, Mm -hmm. but I had no clue of psychology. Mm. So Mm. the opportunity came to move from Venezuela to to Boston. Hmm. And so, Mm I I did three degrees in psychology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, but yeah, just fast forward through the three degrees in psychology.
1: <laughs> the first one was in family therapy. Uh huh.
2: You
1: know, you a master's in counseling psychology, but my specialty, and I worked as a family therapist because family therapists focus mm-hmm. on the group. Totally. They don't uh-huh. want to have one patient. They say the patient is the symptom or the dysfunctionality of the group. Mm-hmm. And did there you bring is, a
0: particular? Um, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, no, did boy. you bring a particular uh, frame, a family therapy frame that did you find particularly useful?
1: Yes, I was going to just say that because I can mm-hmm. see your tree behind. <laughs> and I have been a fan of Umberto Maturana's tree of knowledge.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: And the idea that the mind is embodied.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, that, 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 you know, that thinking of the mind as something that happens in the brain that is abstract, like the Cartesian model, he broke with that. And in South America, I don't know why, um, well, perhaps because he's from South America and mm-hmm. um, they are, he and Francisco Varela uh, are from South America. It's very mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I was using his models, his mm-hmm. understanding of the mind, try to find that in, in psychology, couldn't found it in uh, family therapy because there is a movement within family therapy that sees the mind as auto self-creating, mm-hmm. um, which is um, what Maturana's um, framework of the tree yep. of Knowledge
2: is. Absolutely.
1: So I worked for a while as a family therapist, but I'm not made, I don't know, it's very difficult to work with families uh, mm-hmm. in crisis. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm an engineer at heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I decided to go for a PhD. And I did a PhD with uh, Daniel Dennett, the philosopher. Uh, mm-hmm. And of David Feldman, the cognitive <laughs> developmental psychology. Tufts mm-hmm. University has mm-hmm. this wonderful program called Interdisciplinary PhD, where basically uh, you have to craft your program right. and convince right. three professors from three different departments um, Huh. to support it's it's very challenging but i did it
0: congratulations
1: i also got a degree in uh, human computer interaction huh really because okay. and you will see when i tell you what i do mm-hmm. designing mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. um at the core of the work i do how do yeah. i design an organizational system, how do I design a system, uh, um, a team, how do I design my own life in ways that create the good? And uh, in human-computer interaction, not so much 15 years ago when I went to the, um, through the human-computer interaction program at Tufts, Mm -hmm. after finishing Mm -hmm. my PhD, there was not so much, I would say knowledge as we have today, but one of the pioneers of the field, the cognitive psychologist and um, designer, uh, Donald Norman.
2: Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. He has moved from um, trying to specify how an interface should be designed, which is how they started, you know, the interface between the human and the technology to understanding right. that what we are basically designing is systems. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I call mm. them, psychologists call them cognitive systems, but mm-hmm. uh, Don Norman also calls them and many people call them social technical systems.
2: Okay. And there yep. is a
1: whole That's... body of knowledge mm. um, where mm. people think how to design a system, an organizational system, a community system, a school, how to design the interactions so both systems function optimally. Gotcha. And the the lesson um that people are getting is that it's not possible to optimize.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we can only satisfy. Huh. We can only, you know, because if mm-hmm. you optimize the human system within the mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Social technical system, uh-huh. or if you optimize the technology system, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, cannot. Oh. One of those two things can can collide. Uh-huh. So it has to be
2: uh-huh.
1: a dual focus, both uh-huh. the human and the technology, in uh-huh. a joint satisfying of what needs to be satisfied. Okay. And the well- guide doing that mm-hmm. is to have a goal mm. these social technical systems have goals
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm. and that's what is behind the wisdom project let's mm. be wise but with a goal right <laughs> let's okay. cultivate wisdom but with a goal Lovely. and when i go to an organization i don't mm-hmm. i don't go there to um teach them anything they are busy mm-hmm. busy professionals with busy mm-hmm. busy lives But they have a problem, and they want to improve in the way Mm. they address the problem. Mm -hmm. So there is a goal. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's a pretty... Uh, uh... Again, an an engineer and a designer of social technical systems. All right, lovely. And
0: what what a rich history you have educationally in the electrical systems engineering, and then in the marriage and family systems thinking, and then in interdisciplinary cognitive science and a human factors engineering. Um, uh, wow. Yeah, It, you know, seems, really...
1: it seems like um, sometimes almost like embarrassing because, oh, this woman is doing, you know, it's like, but I had a guide. My guide uh-huh. is the systems approach Yep. and how to use the systems approach to reach
0: particular goals. Well, one of the things that that strikes in me is just how important your knowledge set is for us right now um more than ever so uh, if i just take a second here and, and just do a little you talking uh about this and why so from my vantage point we're living in a chirotic moment meaning a very important moment in history okay uh if we take the tree of knowledge lens from material objects to living organisms to minded animals to cultured persons okay We can see that there are these leveling dimensional jumps from matter to life to mind to culture, right? Um, And each one of those is associated with an information processing communication network. Okay. So you get genes and cells, you get uh, neural networks and animals, you get language and humans building social justified groups um, and culture person dynamics. And now what we've got is this. Our technologies and our justification systems were evolving, but pretty independent. We started writing, that pulls them together some. We start the printing press, that pulls them together. Artificial intelligence, internet, and now ultimately we've got chatbot, right? Uh, And what's only going to happen is more of the digital social tech interfacing with the culture person plane, right? And this management of this, the wise management of this technology human interface is at at a macroscopic level, one of the great core problems I think we face in the 21st century. Um, So I'll just say that and then reflect on what are you doing and what your journey is taking you? And I would say, it seems to me, Iris, that you're just right on that arc, right? You're right on that interface. Um, And that's a really just important reflection. uh, And this question about how we are going to be evolving with this digital social tech Interface is absolutely at a macroscopic, big picture central problem. Unbelievable. So let's let's listen to your wisdom, given that that is the time we find ourselves in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I um, I used to feel a little sad that the only two psychologists who got a Nobel Prize, Herbert Simon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Daniel Kahneman, mm-hmm. did it. Um, highlighting the limitations of our biological brains <laughs> because <laughs> Herb Simon basically said, we cannot optimize, you know, brains do not optimize. We only satisfy. We mm-hmm. just try to find a solution that accommodates the goal of the moment and that's it. And he was right. And economists mm-hmm. play with that idea and mm-hmm. proof that he was right. And therefore he got, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. acknowledged and got a Nobel prize. And Daniel Kahneman um, is about the limitations of our cognitive system and how we have so many cognitive biases and how we don't see what is in front of us. And again, he he won a Nobel Prize and he deserves it, but it's depressing. It's not a positive thing. Instead, in the human factors engineering or human factors psychology fields, in the design field, We don't see the brain as, we don't see mind as the brain. Mm -hmm. The mind is absolutely connected Mm -hmm. with the language that I learned from my parents, Mm -hmm. the uh, customs of my native culture in South Mm -hmm. America, the multiple uh, educational opportunities that I have had. So basically I am, What Andy Clark, the philosopher and cognitive scientist, called a cyborg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's minds are made of all these things.
2: Mm.
1: And if, for instance, I, I have lived in the Boston area for more than 20 years and I love it and I feel part of the community. But suddenly something happens that reminds me that this is not my home. Mm -hmm. that I'm not very stupid little things (laughs) like um, somebody uh, getting into the house of a a character in a in a movie Mm. unannounced and that's Mm -hmm. so weird I used to Mm. do that when I came to the states but Mm. it's so inappropriate in America you have Mm -hmm. to call first you have to plan (laughs) stupid little things and then the frame breaks you are seeing the movie and suddenly somebody comes unannounced. And, and, and I remind, I am reminded mm. that the cognitive system that I am, the social technical system that I am, has a different machi- mach- machinery than the one that is developing this culture. Or you see, again, a father talking with a child or a child telling you what uh, he's reading in, in high school and you cannot connect because the books I read are different. Right. So I have this list of totally. things that I have to do and I never do, like watching Star Trek and reading <laughs> Harry Potter and all those things that are not my culture. And it makes <laughs> difficult to connect, you see? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So um, so what do I have to say about the crisis of the moment? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Yes. But we have solved them before. Mm -hmm. Plato was against writing Mm -hmm. because his argument was, it's going to diminish our ability to memorize things. And he was right. But look all the good things that writing has done. The same happens with the printing press that you mentioned so I believe that we will be able like, like as we have done with the nuclear bomb mm-hmm. to manage all these technologies but of course you know the risk is that to go from here to there there's going to be uh, a, a horrible transition that we don't want to create but it could happen so I'm optimistic and in my work I go locally very modest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned uh, Donald Norman, uh, Donald Norman, at the beginning of our conversation because he has been presenting different principles of design, how to design human machine systems. Mm-hmm. Those principles are not followed by Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe mm-hmm. they are still in a germinal phase in the field. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? Um, mm-hmm. But those principles is first, let me see, let me read them. I don't want to, mm. um, as I said at the beginning, practice dual focus, focus on the design of the human, focus on the design of the, of the machine, the technology, the technique, right. right. Um, the and, and then work in joint design, the but the also interfacing
0: system. Mm-hmm.
1: On, pay attention to the, to the people, what is that people want? If you want to design something, try to understand. This is an interactive process. You have to do it all over and over until getting to the answer. Um, another principle of his is: problems right now are what it's called, you know, by him and by many other people, wicked. W-I-C-K-E-D problems. Mm -hmm. Wicked problems are problems that are very difficult to formulate, to grasp, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. once you try to approach it this way, something else happens. And that when you reach a solution, it could be only a temporary solution. So be modest in your aims, knowing that the problem that you are trying to solve, sustainability, Mm -hmm. loneliness, depression, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. equity in education whatever problem these big massive problems we have are wicked okay are okay. wicked mm-hmm. problems they are not linearly causal problems
2: right mm-hmm.
1: that's extremely important and i believe even though the concept of wicked problems has been around like for 50 years mm-hmm. um we still are learning how to manage
2: those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay
1: Another principle of them and that I follow that don't normal is that everything is a system.
2: Oh. So
1: don't try to think that you capture. Oh. Like that. Mm-hmm. For me, psychotherapy is a frustrating, um, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because the person that sits in front of you, Greg, uh, is bringing whatever perspective he or she has of a, yep. a situation. Mm -hmm. And it brings it over and over and over week after week, perhaps not capturing what's happening and and therefore not allowing the therapist to really support and help for a a transformation, and support a transformation. Mm -hmm. That's why I like family therapies. Mm -hmm. And and perhaps it's a professional bias because I work Mm -hmm. with groups. (laughs) Right,
0: sure. And
1: when you are in the group, you realize that, (laughs) You know, and it happens to you, I guess. And it happens to me that uh, when I change groups, I can see things about myself that I didn't see before.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yep. And um,
0: along those lines, as a therapist, I will certainly take, adopt various forms of internal family systems. So where I see, I see me as a complicated system, many, many different things. And I'll use my lensing to see what kind of voices and modes and nodes are operating in me and how those nodes and nodes are getting along. Is definitely a... A frame i bring to bear so i certainly take the individual and divide them up uh into the yeah. various uh elements uh no and I you have in that. your
1: different models you have a way of doing that you have considered yeah. that limitation of mm-hmm. the one in, in one-on-one interaction in the psychotherapy right. right. room yes yes i know that um okay so <laughs> joint and dual uh, design oh. Understanding that the problem is wicked, okay. that is not an easy solution. Third, mm-hmm. uh, understand that everything is a system, that everything okay. is connected to everything else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So don't try to say, okay, I find the problem and that's it. And finally, create small and simple interventions.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. When you create small and simple interventions, you have mm-hmm. the opportunity to see what's happening Mm -hmm. and and correct. Mm -hmm. Those four principles he is trying to apply to these big problems that you mentioned. I Mm -hmm. believe, as I said, that it's incipient, the the application of design principles um, into these huge problems. And what I do in my own work in the Wisdom Project is to do it Locally, with personal problems, mm-hmm. which, you know, anxiety, depression, loneliness, mm-hmm. uh, um, what verviki calls the meaning crisis. Mm-hmm. Those are huge, huge burdens, huge, mm-hmm. huge wicked problems in people's totally. lives. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the need to launch or um, change the culture of an organization is a wicked problem. Uh-huh. So I focus on smaller problems than the ones that you mentioned, the big right. climate right. change or sustainability sure. issues. I focus on local, I would call it them problems. Yes yeah. no, that's, that's wonderful.
0: So let's let's move into that then. Uh, you've built this thing called the wisdom project and you and you consult along those lines. So uh take us into the philosophy and, and theory backdrop of that, please.
1: Okay. Um, In management science, there is a movement that have come from different industries, from the manufacturing industry, from the software industry, um, from the technology industry, meaning the, the, the technology industry that builds applications that are going to be used by the by 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 the the consumers globally there is this growing movement of how it is that we do that we do (laughs) what is in in the work we do and it has created different mindsets they are called one is called i already mentioned it the systems mindset the systems Mm -hmm. thinking mindset where you have to Try to remember all the time that even if you are working in a particular area, you have to relate that part to a whole and be aware right. of that right. Right. because the problems are wicked. Okay. But also okay. another one is called the lean management mindset or the lean okay. thinking mindset, L-E-A-N. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that came from manufacturing cars and the <clears throat> idea of letting the workers have a voice and mm-hmm. allowing the workers at the moment improve a process, and Toyota was the pioneer, and therefore mm-hmm. you know they took over the market, and now everybody does it. But they are at the root of the fact that now you can buy a new car, and they give you a ten-year gar- warranty with a hundred thousand k mm-hmm. of gear. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. I have to buy a new car, and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. So there is the systems thinking mindset, the um, lean thinking. You know, mm-hmm. how to generate something, a product with a waste. Mm-hmm. And then there is another one called the agile
2: mindset. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And agile mindset is uh, what I said that uh, Don Norma is including his principles. Test quickly, you know, create a prototype mm-hmm. of a solution and see if it works.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: started okay. It started with um, the, uh, designing interfaces for mm-hmm. users. And mm-hmm. that's what Don Norma did. Many years ago, but now it's everywhere. Like the software industry used to invest ninety-five percent of the money in repairing bugs. Mm. You see, so now instead of just creating a big program and trying to test it at the end, they just create little things and try, 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 try. try. Mm -hmm. So, systems thinking, lean thinking, agile thinking, Mm of taking. The whole management
2: industry—they're
1: mm-hmm. um, um, everywhere.
2: Right. I used I, I, to
1: talk mm-hmm. about this, and I had to explain it to people. But now mm-hmm. I'm networking. I'm at a meeting, and any VP or the mm-hmm. CEO of, of a startup here in the Boston area, they, oh yes, I know link management system thinking. And the agile. other one, mm-hmm. yeah, the other one that is agile. The other one that is more recent is called design thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's related to what uh, Don Norman does, you know, the right. science of design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's very limited in the sense that they focus mainly on uh, on the ideation pro- process. Mm-hmm. How do I get an idea um, mm-hmm. out of the yeah. ground? Because why? Because it uh, was generated by a company, Ideo, who which does basically that. So these okay. four mindsets. Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. at the root of the work of people like me who Mm. work with organizations as management consultants offering change management, how to go from here to here. Mm -hmm. And that's at the root of the Wisdom Project because that's what I have been doing Mm. for many years with different companies, with universities, Mm -hmm. with uh, research institutions, et cetera, Mm. et cetera. Um, When you do that work, have a both of uh, tools, methods, techniques, um, and people call them participatory technologies. Mm. Okay. So those are tools and techniques to change whole systems, to change whole Mm -hmm. social technical systems. And that's Mm -hmm. what I use. Mm. So now let's move to um, the COVID and the fact that I couldn't work. Okay. And uh-huh. that I couldn't do all the networking and all the uh, running workshops that I do, mm. and so I had time in my hands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I found the work of John Berwicki, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, and I found your work because <laughs> I couldn't understand uh, John's uh, four Ps and three Rs until mm-hmm. I read your blog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you had an right. article about Jones, uh, mm-hmm. the four levels of, four, four types of knowing, yep. uh, participatory, yeah. perspectival, procedural, and propositional, and right. the recurrent relevant realizations, the four Ps and mm-hmm. three R's, and you explain it so beautifully in that blog. So mm. I ha- I took the opportunity of not being able to work to mm. see if I could apply what I have been doing for so many years. Mm-hmm in another environment because for me my work i had to go to a company and convince somebody to hire me as a consultant right you know it's it's a different process so i Mm -hmm. thought perhaps i can do this um one-on-one perhaps i can well i wasn't sure how to do it but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, well i was exploring
0: right
1: And, Mm -hmm. and then i found this this work that John does and the way he approaches wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I decided to wait because there is another big name that surely you know, Robert Sternberg, <clears throat> who was the pioneer in psychology in the study of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting in December. Me and I, I co
0: authored to... an article together on unified psycho- professional psychology.
1: Oh, ah, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yes,
0: he, I know. He, I know Bob.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I was expecting uh, in December 2021 he was going to publish a handbook of wisdom research, mm-hmm. and I was expecting to see John Swervicky's work there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I didn't I, because I was like, you know, I was waiting for the approval. You know, he's mm-hmm. a big name. He mm-hmm. was uh, the president sure. of the American Psychological Association. Oh, yeah. I think he was a dean at Tufts too. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, okay, now let's do it. Let's just do it. And then it was not there. It was, you know, the same, you know, every psychologist, every researcher has a theory or hypothesis, does an experiment or a study and writes a paper and proposes a model. The same fragmentation, um, Greg, that you have been complaining and talking about.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm like, oh, wow. So I decided to do it on my own. And that's the wisdom project. Okay, so okay. I don't have like a, the blessing of mm-hmm. how to approach wisdom. <laughs> I am not that. I don't. I'm not a theoretician or a philosopher. I'm a management consultant. I do applied cognitive science. That's what I do. I apply. Okay. But since you know the book, really, I was like you know like a little girl, a little kid mm-hmm. waiting for the next video game, and then the mm-hmm. book came. And it was December and <laughs> it, it, it was dated 2022, but I got it in December, 2021. Mm-hmm. And John Bervicki and Igor Grossman and Monique Ardell and mm. all these people that are doing this incredible work, trying to mm-hmm. unify, like you do, Greg, mm-hmm. the understanding of wisdom, were not there. So I said, you know what? I'm taking things from my hands.
0: Okay. And I'm going <laughs> right.
1: to do my own application, even though- Go
0: forward, Iris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm. And then I Love started it. the Wisdom Project okay. uh, based on what I have learned reading John and reading I- I- Igor Grossman and Monique Ardell and all these people. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in the middle of my first uh, program, I called John and then I had the interview where you had the opportunity to see me working. Mm-hmm. And right mm-hmm. now, that was um, April 2022, 2022, and I have done so far 11 cohorts, 11 groups taking the wisdom project foundational program which is a seven week long online Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and right Mm -hmm. now i'm writing a book Mm -hmm. which is basically a guidebook. it's an engineering handbook step one step two step three (laughs) get to the goal (laughs) exactly get to the goal step one step two step Mm -hmm. three because the people who come to the wisdom project they have projects on their own
2: Mm. they
1: have um a guy in bulgaria wants to create and he already started a community center mm-hmm. a guy in romania wants to develop a program for people with addictions a place where he okay. has been uh, working for years that mm-hmm. doesn't focus focus on the uh, aa model the you know mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. total abstention model sure. uh-huh. Alcohol um anonymous mm-hmm. alcoholic anonymous um a woman in Dallas is applying the wisdom project to her own project. She runs a non-violent communication nonprofit. Okay. And she sees a lot of value on you know the idea of a system that has a goal and therefore everything that the system does is towards that goal.
2: Okay. So
1: that that's what's happening in uh-huh. Uh, in June, I will start a new series of cohorts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I am putting um, with Creative Commons license, the mm. content of the foundational course online, yeah. like a course to take online.
0: Right, right.
1: And, and creating a longer program <clears throat> that is going to be nine months long. I will start it in January of 2024 mm-hmm. for people who really want to do exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Um, Mm. so like, I'm going to train the trainers, right? I'm going to offer all the materials and then I'm going to train the trainers, which is something I have done in the past. Uh I have created Uh programs where I train trainers so they can deliver the same product that I have created. In this case, the foundational training of the wisdom project. Lovely.
0: All right. Well, that gives us a good sense of the infrastructure, uh, and some of the things that you've laid down over the last year, year and a half or whatnot. Uh, maybe you can share some of the, what, what is the wisdom project? What are the kinds of steps that you share or or what are the core ideas that guide it or, uh, both of those things or more?
1: Okay. Um, for many years, I was working with a concept of mine called, and I shouldn't say of mine, a concept of mine, uh, the management of learning, how it is that professionals manage learning because the sure thing um, for a consultant to fail is not to understand the frame that the client is coming from. Okay. The, the client has a frame that has been internalized through past experiences. Mm-hmm. And if as a consultant, you don't I, I try to somehow identify the frame, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what facts you offer them. Right it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter they have a frame mm-hmm. right. and that's what yeah. i learned when i brought gestalt techniques to that mm-hmm. difficult client so many years ago right. by sitting them in the in the room in a different place they were able to change perspectives right
0: so John, uh, that of course that's the relevance frame the implicit relevance frame that's going to detect what the person's going to try to realize and everything else will go out of we we put it in john's frame of reference
1: exactly so imagine me doing my work Mm. without a theoretical understanding of it because Mm -hmm. there was not a frame so as soon as i found uh john's work it's like oh my gosh this is Mm. and you said it in one conversation with him thank you john for offering me the concepts to understand the things I do or to understand. You said something mm-hmm. like that in one mm-hmm. conversation with him mm-hmm. a long time ago. And that's mm-hmm. the way I feel, I felt. I have been doing these things and I didn't have a theoretical foundation,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but I but I had the practice and I have been gotcha. doing this. So I called it the management of learning, inviting mm-hmm. experts to be metacognitive about their own decision making processes. Okay. Basically okay. inviting them to review their frame, their understanding mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. of
1: of you know what uh, George George mm-hmm. of calls uh, the frame that you know you are totally imperious to facts because mm-hmm. the frame frame doesn't allow you to accept the facts. Sure. So okay. so basically um I created those Management of learning programs. Um, I was really successful because by accident I was able to sign with a Harvard affiliate that mm. um, health university in Latin America. So anyway, for seven years we travel to many um, countries and um, and I was able to create uh, programs that reached the last time I made account five thousand uh, professors wow. because. We worked with universities that were ch- trying to change the teaching on on mm. the stage on the stage model that we're mm-hmm. trying to include mm-hmm. technologies, that we're trying to implement project-based learning or problem-based learning. So the learn the management of learning as a concept that I put together to guide mm-hmm. me through what I was doing was very, very okay. helpful. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 you know. Gave me the possibility, the opportunity to train trainers because all these people who were using the framework were not Mm -hmm. trained by me. They they were trainees of me who knew how to implement and replicate whatever I was
2: doing. Gotcha. So
1: anyway, a few years back, I decided to not travel so much because you have to travel a lot,
2: Mm. and they wanted
1: to stay three months in Chile. It's nice, but three months is a long time, and I'm married.
2: (laughs) <laughs> and, totally.
1: uh, and I like my house and right. two months in Albania. So I was mm. traveling a lot and I decided wow. to stay in Boston and started developing clients in the startup mm. biotech mm. Uh, world mm. here in Boston. But always with this com- concept, how the experts manage online. their own learning, which right. the answer is they don't, they have these mm. frames that are, and they are mm. basically uh, for, or, fossilized in their ability, <laughs> not all, but but it's very, and you know it in psychology, it's like- Of course. You mm-hmm. present a new theory, you go to a conference and everybody's just focused on their mm-hmm. framework. So, you know, what you are doing with um, circle, the circle and everything is, is very valuable um, because you see that, you feel, you, you sense, you leave the problem mm-hmm. of the fragmentation in mm-hmm. the lack of communication so anyway um i was doing the management of learning i was doing um what i call it it's called participatory technologies to change yes. systems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i discovered um john's very approach to right to the development of wisdom that intelligence mm-hmm. that rationality is intelligence working on itself to improve intelligence and that Wisdom is rationality working on rationality to improve mm-hmm. itself. It's just so beautiful the mm-hmm. concept of relevant. So I understood in a new light the work that I have been doing, but I don't share that with the participants in my okay. program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because basically I served what I call the link LinkedIn crowd.
0: Right. Okay. So
1: people who are in lo- professionals who yep. are in LinkedIn. Who perhaps have a PhD in in math or mm-hmm, bioscience mm-hmm. or whatever, but yep. they are not interested in understanding what is be beneath mm-hmm. um, this framework. Mm-hmm. So the Wisdom Project is basically an experience where people choose present a project of their own. Okay. As I said, it could be creating a community center or mm-hmm. improving the relationship with a child. With mm-hmm. a okay, adult child, or mm-hmm. could be um, there was a pastor in one of the cohorts that has four kids, 80 families in her parish, and zero mm-hmm. time for herself. Mm-hmm. So, her project was to create a space to cultivate herself mm-hmm. as a human okay. being.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you can have any project, and then mm-hmm. you work those these projects during seven sessions, one weekly,
2: mm-hmm.
1: with different. Mind tools. I don't like okay. to call the mind tools psychotechnologies,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which mm-hmm. is great. I love that uh Berviki does that. But I use some technologies of participation or technologies of observation that perhaps don't deserve the name of psychotechnology.
2: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. I don't know. You know appreciative inquiry, for instance? Um I'm yeah, it's a model for organizational change proposed mm-hmm. by David Copperwriter, a psychologist that basically has a five steps and you try to to acknowledge the positive and then dream the possible and then you follow mm-hmm. certain steps. Mm-hmm. So is that a psychotechnology? I call it mindware, you know, going okay. back to Andy mm-hmm. Clark's paradigm, mm-hmm. yep. you know, mm-hmm. proposal mm-hmm. that we are cyborgs, therefore mm-hmm. there is a lot of mindware. So that's mm-hmm. how I play okay. In every session, you have different tools or technologies or mind tools or mindware. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you play with those technologies to take what Mm Verveke and Grossman Mm -hmm. and a group of uh, a total of 10 psychologists uh, uh, Mm -hmm. define as the common model of wisdom, the consensus model of wisdom, that wisdom is... Meta perspectival, no, perspectival metacognition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I worked in each one of the sessions, seven sessions, to help people cultivate perspectival metacognition
2: mm.
1: around okay. their project, okay. around their project, and how mm. using mindwares, different tools. Okay. Appreciative inquiry is one. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Klein so is a psychologist. I'll, I'll throw this out.
0: Let me throw this out there and see. So I might come, let's say I'm trying to build the Utah Circle, okay? Uh, and I mean, we're, we are, we're just sort of doing that. And I'm like, okay, I might have a vision for where I want it to be in a year or five years or things like that, but I'm not sure exactly what, what frame I should bring to bear or how do I go about that or things like that. I might then, that would be somebody that maybe come to the Wisdom Project and basically give me some mind tools um, to increase my flexible thinking around this, to increase the way I'm viewing it, the kind of way I'm setting goals, the inactions that I'm I'm participating in. Uh, is that a fair kind of way of yes, thinking about yes.
1: it? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. You start with an interview with me mm-hmm. where I help you refine the project because for me, it's very important that you have measurable ways of seeing that you are making progress or not. Right. Okay. So that's very important. Remember I mm-hmm. mentioned when we started the systems thinking
2: mm-hmm.
1: framework, the agile framework, the lean framework, mm-hmm. and the design framework. For me, it's very important to create a journey mm. for the participant where they can see they're making or not progress. Okay. Once the mm-hmm. project is defined, defined mm-hmm. then we go into the sessions I'm doing okay. them so far. The, all the cohorts I have done, I've been doing are remote, mm-hmm. and we work with these tools. One tool that I like, okay, because mm-hmm. oh, the most important thing I haven't said is that the framework for the journey mm-hmm. is comes from John Verwicki's, um Awakening from the Meaning Awakening from the Meaning Crisis hmm. a series. Okay. series. Mm-hmm. In the video series. Um, uh, after I think it's uh, chapter 45, he reviews all the uh, theories of wisdom that are out there, no, m- not all, but m- most of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he proposes that to cultivate wisdom, we have to aspire
2: mm-hmm.
1: to aspire to cultivate wisdom. Mm-hmm. And he uses the work of a philosopher called Agnes Scalar, mm-hmm. whose mm-hmm. work I love. I aspire to be a mother. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I aspire to create this community of of you talkers. So we do exercises to aspire. Mm -hmm. We go through exercises that take us on a liminal journey. Mm -hmm. You know, the Janus Mm -hmm. face God, where I can see, and John talks about that um, as S1, S2,
2: -hmm.
1: the the self that I am right now and the self Mm -hmm. that I could be. Yes. But as Agna Kalars tells us, I never know a student yet because I'm not a mother. I want to be a mother. I want to be uh, mm-hmm. the creator of the you talking circle, but mm-hmm. you are not there yet. Therefore, right. that liminal mm-hmm. journey, there is an invitation of humility. Mm-hmm. There, is, there is an invitation of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is an invitation of changing viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And there is an invitation because the goal leads you towards it of synthesizing. Right. Right. Uh, and when you, when I mention those four elements, those are the elements that John, with nine other researchers on wisdom, mm-hmm. uh-huh. agreed that could be used to define wisdom research. The pursuit, mm-hmm. of, uh, the pursuit of perspectival metacognition defined mm-hmm. as these four elements that I just listed. Intellectual humility, Mm. acceptance of ambiguity,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, the recognition of different perspectives, and the ability to synthesize. All Mm -hmm. of that grounded in previous Mm -hmm. experience and a moral commitment to the good. Mm -hmm. That's their model. And that's what I'm using at the Wisdom Project. So we take that journey with (laughs) a a bunch of participatory technology. And I see your face because, yes, it's absolutely, you know, the projects is the cultivation of the, is, is the pursuit of the good because we mm-hmm. want good. You want, your project is for good.
2: Mm-hmm. Your you
1: talking project is for good. Right. But in the journey, we also visit the beautiful. And I could see mm-hmm. how, when I was working, you were enjoying that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we support at the Wisdom Project, everything we do with all these names of these all psychologists who have done all, <laughs> all this research like John and Gary Klein and and Monica Ardelt and yourself, you know. So I I like to use the example of Leonardo da Vinci, who Mm. was a scientist who Mm -hmm. pursued the truth, an artist who pursued the beautiful, Mm -hmm. and also a designer who pursued the good. So Mm -hmm. in the journey that I take people through, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what I am pursuing. But okay. I don't explain all these things to them. We just go okay. with their project to have mm. particular experiences that then mm. they share with a lot of participatory technologies that right. are out there. Um and I think it's beautiful. Um, I right now I'm interviewing. Um, I have interviewed so far like 19 former participants, and I uh-huh. can see what they are doing. Mm. Um, so it's it's really a wonderful first time I do it. Outside a corporate environment.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And um, and it's just working wonders. And it also gives me, I haven't said this, but I have been a meditation teacher for more than 20 years. Okay. Mm-hmm, I teach mm-hmm. meditation and I teach at the um, Beth Israel, which is a local hospital here in Boston. They have a center, they call it Center of Psychophysiological Science. Okay. And I have with them i'm on one of the uh, meditation leaders there mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: and i never had the opportunity to take my meditation teaching outside the meditation program okay and because meditation is also a collection of mindwares of mind yeah. tools yeah. Uh-huh,
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and they create wonderful effects i include that and that creates a really wonderful opportunity for transformation wow Uh, i i just want to say that the my approach is wisdom by design we can Mm -hmm. design uh, ourselves our families our teams our communities Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as for wisdom Mm -hmm. we can incorporate in our personal life, in the life of our family, of our teams, Mm -hmm. in our communities, Mm -hmm. all the tools that allow us to cultivate wisdom. Mm -hmm. Wisdom by design, that's my strategy. But the Mm -hmm. framework that supports the Wisdom Project comes from John Bervicki's video series, (laughs) his understanding of what are the aspects (laughs) of wisdom to be cultivated. I mentioned aspiration. The second one is um, mindfulness. The third one is open-mindedness insist he came to the to the program insist i call it active open-mindedness
2: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: You know, um the fourth one is um self-regulation i use a lot mm-hmm. of the work of uh, lisa barrett feldman in my sure. work okay. as, mm-hmm. as, as, because i invite people to cultivate their emotional landscape
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: when your project is going well the awareness of how you transform your mood into an emotional experience, or when it's not going so well, how you can your tendencies to go into you know into a depressed mode. So one of the um, mindwares or mind tools that I use is designing your emotional landscape, and the work mm. of Lisa Barrett Feldman mm-hmm. is presented mm-hmm. when I talk about self-regulation. Okay. Uh, another of the skills of the framework is intuition. Mm-hmm. All right. And I have a fictitious fight between Daniel Kahneman and Gary Klein. Ah.
2: Because Gary <laughs> Klein is
1: the expert on, on intuitive thinking, how okay. firefighters do what they do. And mm-hmm. Kahneman is, no, you are filled with so many cognitive... And they wrote a paper. <laughs> it took them years to be able to write that paper. Mm. So I present that. And then I I, I also present the work of... Um, Another psychologist who basically said, just experiment. Robert Howard is a colleague. Mm-hmm. He used to be a colleague of John Berwicki. Mm-hmm. So take your intuition through the experimental, the scientific method, mm-hmm. acknowledge them and then test them. You know, it's so mm-hmm. simple. Don't reject mm-hmm. them because you don't have a clinic. So, aspiration, mindfulness, open mindedness, self regulation, intuition, understanding, and finally, transcendence. Hmm. Those are the seven skills that constitute the framework of the Wisdom Project that Mm -hmm. are an adaptation of what John Vervicki presents in his video series when he tackles, at the end of his review of wisdom theories, when he tackles, okay, what is the cultivation of wisdom finally all about? And for the final skill transformation, I also, like John recommends, I also use the work of L.A. Paul, Laurie Paul, Mm -hmm. Writes about transformative experiences. Yep. Like I want to be a vampire, but I really don't mm-hmm. know what to be a vampire <laughs> means. So you know, we all this game, and and all in a very um um, I would say almost joyous way. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Joy, joyous, um, joyous. Uh uh-huh.
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm. So that's the foundational program of the Wisdom Project. Huh.
0: And it's uh, so people, and, yeah. People sign up, and and about how many? You know, does it vary? I would imagine varies how many people are in a group, but about how many feels um, so board.
1: far? Um, so far, I haven't had a group more with more than twelve people.
0: Okay, mm-hmm.
1: but I am, um, I am open to more because I have led. Wow, in Madrid once I had forty-seven professors <laughs> wow. in a room. Mm -hmm. for a week (laughs) and it was a rigid room you know like these auditoriums that are Mm -hmm. like god and and, you know i'm I'm about changing the furniture to change perspectives (laughs) um so no no i can and i have worked with 150 professors in central america but then i had facilitators for every uh, mm. 25, right. 30 That's people. Like so the group can change and the design is flexible. Mm-hmm. But usually what I what I have done so far online in in since April, 2020, 2022 is um, maximum uh, 12 people, but gotcha. if there are more, I change the format. Mm. So, okay. So I'm starting uh, more cohorts um, on June 23rd and twenty four. People can register by just going to my website, iriscamberg.com. Okay, we'll sure
0: we'll okay, we'll make sure that's on the in the show notes here. I know. Yeah.
1: And I welcome um any type of project, any type of project, because the motto of the wisdom project is changing our world one project at a
2: time. Ah,
1: okay. <laughs> changing our worlds one project at a time. Very simple, very local. Just improve your relationship with your mother-in-law. I remember one day I did the three-to-one. It's one of the techniques. It comes from Gestalt Mm -hmm. psychotherapy, but it's also uh, widely used by Ken Wilber's um, Mm -hmm. Integral uh, Psychology Group. So basically you take a third person point of view, Mm -hmm. oh, he is... An idiot, and then mm-hmm. I can describe from from the third mm-hmm. point of view, mm-hmm.
0: third
1: point, uh, third
0: person point of view, mm-hmm.
1: third person point of view. I can describe all the things that make him an idiot. Mm-hmm. Second step, <laughs> second step, and he's not. Try to have a conversation with the idiot. Sit with mm-hmm. the idiot and have a conversation, mm-hmm. and I discovered that that guy that I was calling an idiot. It was just—he was so insecure. He was mm-hmm. so intimidated by the whole responsibility he assigned. He assigned for,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then three to one. One. What is mm-hmm. one step in the shoes of the idiot? Be mm-hmm. the idiot. Nice. Sit with all that. Wow. When I did that with this particular character, my mm-hmm. three to one. I discovered that what I didn't like about him was wasted knowledge. We mm-hmm. were on a board of an of an organization,
2: uh-huh, and
1: uh-huh. he was not listening to the, all the wisdom in the room, which was enormous, mm-hmm. to all the knowledge, the experiences of the people in the room. Mm-hmm. So a name came when I did the three to one. A, a sentence: wasted knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I had to ask myself, what mm-hmm. is in me that is wasted knowledge that hmm. generates this strong reaction against this human being which I I do not dislike. Hmm. But I it, it just was happening. And then when I realized that wasted knowledge was something a burden for me, that's when I decided to do the wisdom project. Yeah. Huh. Okay.
2: Because Shed I said wasted virus oh, that's better... when you were
1: reacting <laughs> I can imagine. Uh-huh lovely. So okay. that's one of the tools of the whole uh, foundational mm. program of the Wisdom Project.
0: All right. All right. That's a nice, uh, I think that uh, is a nice sort of summary. Hey, can you do a three, two, one, see what you see, then talk with who you might be talking with and then adopt their perspective and then reflect on whether or not you're carrying wasted knowledge. That sounds like a reasonable, uh, you know, process. Yeah. And
1: I have been talking with um, with the participants and how they're, they're using <clears throat> the tools in their mm-hmm. day-to-day.
2: Yep.
1: And one of the tools that they keep using is a three-to-one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they okay. also use a lot the body scan, which is mm. a mindfulness technique yep. that okay. allows you to be aware of where you are at a particular moment. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They 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 use the techniques. But again, the framework is my adaptation of John Vervicki's uh, okay. presentation of the Skills of Wisdom. In his video series.
0: Well, it's so lovely to see that those ideas then manifested you, and then you bring them down into local change projects and orient them. And you know, we have the principle you talk called the garden fractal. You know, so the garden fractal. You know, find your sphere of influence uh, and bring dignity, well-being, and integrity, or whatever framing of values that you might uh, to do that. And it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing, and that's beautiful. I appreciate uh, your your sharing that and disseminating it and getting the trainers trained in it. Uh, and we'll change the world, make it a wiser place one project at a time.
1: Exactly. Even those who are trying to tackle those humongous problems, like don't know who just wrote a book about you know, how to use design science to change the mm-hmm. world. He's mm-hmm. also, as I read the principles, create small and simple interventions is one of the principles. Be modest, be okay. local. Strike test quickly. Check right. yourself because you we also have frames.
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. So we definitely need to do that multi-perspectival shifting with experimentation to see what's effective and realistic. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Aris. Well, this is uh this has been lovely in terms of getting a sense of just who you are. You're kind of pretty remarkable journey across a wide variety of different uh, engineering, human factors, human psychology, therapy domains, and that you then land into the John world, or, you know, Francis Varela and others, uh, and then find yourself sort of like, okay, applying these principles within kind of an engineering mindset. I think it's a it's a glorious thing, and uh, I'm really glad that you've had some success, and I wish you the best of success. I'm really happy that you're coming to the circle and sharing some of these perspectives. Okay,
1: thank you very much, Greg. It has been wonderful.
0: Absolutely. Um, it's been a joy and I look forward to continue to learn from you uh, and get your continuing to spread wisdom around Project Out of Time. So Amen. thank you so much. All righty, Take care.